0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's episode, we're asking a very simple but important question. It's a question I believe rarely gets asked when considering a property. The question is, who would choose to live in this property, and are they someone I want to have as a client? If I improve the property, will it change enough about the property to attract my ideal client? If the property is a single-family home on a nice street with mature trees and all the surrounding properties are well-kept with new cars in the driveway, who is going to choose to live here? If the property is a 1960s fourplex and the paint on the trim is peeling and there's two broken-down cars in the driveway that clearly haven't moved in a long time, who is going to choose to live here? Is that client my ideal target client? If the property's a two-bedroom condo in a luxury building with amazing amenities and gorgeous views of the Rocky Mountains, short walking distance to Main Street shops and restaurants, who is gonna be my target client? You don't need to choose a property where only you would choose to live. That might rule out too many good opportunities, but you do need to identify the client who's gonna live here and insert yourself into the narrative of their life, even for just a few minutes. And when you do that, it's time to ask a few important questions from your client's point of view. If I choose to live here, is it perfect for my lifestyle? Number two, can I afford it? Number three, can I see myself here for a long time? And number four, when I invite my friends and family to visit, would they be proud of me for living here? These are very simple but powerful questions that may give you additional insight into the property that you're about to buy. This is what in marketing is often called the customer avatar. It's a specific individual. They exist in real life. They're your ideal client. You know them well. You know what they like. You know their values. You know, I have a friend that just recently bought a multifamily apartment complex. He got lots of congratulations on the purchase, lots of high fives in social media. And I took one look at the property and my heart sank for him. It's in a location that has long been considered a bad area property is old and it's too small to afford any amenities. Even if it's fixed up and the interiors look nice, it's still going to be a 1960s vintage property in a bad area bordering on an industrial area. Who is going to choose to live here? Who is the ideal client and will this property attract that ideal client? Remember, your tenants have the money and when you buy a property you're making a huge negative cash flow transaction with the hope you're going to get it back over time but in order to get it back the money needs to transfer from your tenants to you if they don't have the money or if they're not your ideal tenant it's not going to work If the property is a c-class property in a good area and can attract good quality tenants then there's a case to be made for investing in that property there are millions of high quality hard-working people who don't have a ton of money but they've got good values they can make great tenants then at a price point just below that are the d-class properties These are the properties that nobody wants because they attract the tenants that nobody wants. How do I know this? I've made these same mistakes myself. Back in 2010, I purchased my first multifamily property. It was an eight-unit property. The owner lived in one of the units originally, and they were clean and appeared to be well-maintained. The coach who sold me that property made a healthy commission. He made a huge assignment fee, and then he offered to manage it as a turnkey rental. I wish I knew then what I know now. About half a block from my eight unit complex was a 16 unit D class complex. There were good properties only a couple of blocks away. There was an elementary school across the street. And I chose to look at the situation as a glass half full. The property manager lived an hour away. and I'm not gonna bore you with all the sordid details of everything that went wrong. I just wish I knew then what I know now. If I'd asked myself these simple questions, who is my ideal tenant? Who is going to choose to live in this property? And are they my ideal tenant? I probably would not have purchased that eight-unit building. My heart goes out to my friend who just purchased that big multifamily complex. I really wish he'd consulted me before buying the property. I fear for what he may experience owning that property in that location. As you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.